Still Steven. And I am unfortunately Dylan. <laughs> and this oh, was... I'm fortunately Dylan. Okay. And, and this, this is, is what? Closet, closet Talks. Talks. The podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever the hell we want to because it's our podcast and not yours. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tonight I'm going to pretend that I am not angry at Dylan for making us record this podcast at 1 a.m. because he had to work late. There was Taco Bell involved. There was Taco Bell that softened the blow for sure. Um, yeah, so we're, yeah, it's, it, it was, it's a thing. So I enjoy my went company. to, uh, I went to TJ's? Trader Joe's. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you go to Trader Joe's? I go to Trader Joe's more than I think anybody else. In the, huh? And, uh, and what did you get? What's in my cup? Uh, in in the your boot. Starbucks cup. What's in the boot? It, what's in the boot? Is it still um, has a lid? It is. Yeah, it does have a lid. This is Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. <laughs> uh, made from grapes, circa harvested, circa last Wait, week. <laughs> hold on. This wine was made from grapes, circa. That is last new information. Week. Yes. No, uh, that's how fresh it is. Oh. And I don't give a shit. If it's fresh grapes, if it's not, you could give me a glass of white vinegar and be like, here you go. And be like, oh, it's delicious. Oh, honey. (laughs) I wouldn't know the difference. Honey. Cheers. Okay. We'll get this started. There we go. Wait. There we go. All right. That was difficult. Girl. Uh, That's good. Oh, God. At 1 a.m. And I have to work at 10. Nobody cares. Yeah, this is going to get uploaded tomorrow at work okay. between uh, tasks. So, <clears throat> uh, so how was how was like your how was your week? How was my what week? What have you done? Um, I have Marie Kondoed a good portion of my stuff. I still have a lot of it. I'm getting rid of that shirt. I'm looking at it right now. Side note: We are moving. Yay! And so we're like packing up, and the house is kind of upside down right now. But we're still in the closet. And it's getting more and more empty every time that we, <laughs> every time that we record. Uh, and this is going to be crazy because when we do move, the new place that we're looking at also has a closet. Is across the street, basically from Trader Joe's. So I'm going to be there every single day. Um, what do you need? I don't really. I don't care. care. You don't. You don't go in with a game plan to Trader Joe's. You go in and <laughs> you let and Trader Joe's. You let Joe tell you what you need. Especially that sample desk. They have all those like different samples and like the I get nervous going up there. Like, do you want this? <gasps> no, I'm sorry, I can't have it because I'm Dylan. Speaking of <clears throat> samples. Oh. Oh my god. So Sam's I went Club. to no not Sam's Club. Happy Sunday. I you know if you go in with like a fake mustache, you can go to like every single person like multiple times and you can eat a full meal in Sam's Club. But like I have a real mustache. What do I do when I want to go after a second? It's just shave it off? No, you get the glasses with the nose on it and you just pop the mustache off. But I still have one underneath. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, samples. I went to the brand new Starbucks 
today. Um, the Starbs down the, the street. one down the street. Mm-hmm. And they have this like draft machine. It looks like a beer draft. And I was like, I'm sorry, what is that? And they were like, oh, it's our nitro brew. Do you want to try it? And I was like, sure. So she gives me like this and she's like, do you want it with or without sweet cream? And I was like, I'll do it with. So she pours this like sweet, frothy cream into the cup. And then she goes over and it opens up like a damn draft and it comes out like a draft. What is it? It's coffee. That It's their cold brew coffee, okay. but it's infused with nitrogen. And what I was like, no, that's helium, honey. Oh, okay. So uh, Nitrogen makes your voice lower, right? No. You don't know that for a fact. So, well, I drank it and it didn't do that. So, but she, I was like, so what's the point of the nitrogen? She was like, it makes it like more robust and more like true to the flavor. And oh. it goes down extremely velvety. So I took a sip and oh my God, it was like drinking velvet. It was like buttery and velvety and like so smooth. And it was like the most robust coffee I've ever had in my life. It had no sweetener in it other than the cream. And I could drink it without like going, oh, that's bitter. It wasn't bitter at all. Mm. Oh my God. It was so great. It came out of a draft. It's on tap. That sounds intense. I loved it. I'm going to go back tomorrow. Huh. Before work. The more you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's... I haven't really done much this week, but oh, <laughs> just, well. just working and packing and getting mm-hmm. everything this ready to go. Oh, there is way. something. Uh, there what? is something that uh, is big for us oh, well, for this yeah. week. Uh, we're on Spotify. Oh, so if you, you listen to yeah, yeah um, I have a couple listeners already who have switched over <laughs> to Spotify. Not that iTunes isn't like I I listen to iTunes, but we are on Podbean. As well, and that's like a separate app, and apparently that app is a little wonky and um, yeah. kind of like hard to deal with. So uh-huh. people who are Android users can hop on Spotify, and we are available on Spotify. So um, <laughs> don't choke. So this week we are going to be talking a lot about life. Uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> this is um, uh, you know I'm just going to dive right into it. Uh, because I've been dealing with this with, you know, getting older and you start to realize um, you can't you can't expect somebody to listen to your advice. Nope. Or even truth about their own situations if they're not ready to hear about it. If they're not in the headspace to want to hear what you have to say, they will not hear it. It's like it's talking to a brick wall. They may hear it, but they they're not necessarily going to listen. No, to and it, usually so. it is met with aggression. Uh, why don't people know how to just? Ugh. Girl, because they don't view it much as people tell me, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, oh yes, okay, right, right out the other. And you know, but what? they don't. They're not Doesn't open to it. I love you all. I listen to everything you all say. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just not open to it. Why would that be though? I don't know. I mean, I've been in that situation before. I guess it depends also who it comes from. I mean, there's plenty of people who are like, you should hear this. And I'm like, but you just served me a sack of shit. Like, why? what, what do you yeah. want me to do with that? I'm thinking more along the lines of like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be like super deep or, I mean, it can be super simple in the sense of like, I've, I think we've talked about this before. I, I, I can be in the headspace where I want something and you cannot tell me otherwise. Taco Bell. Okay. Wine. Yeah, I mean, do you really need Tem- to be having that drink? At blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, Tem- I want it. Do I need that tempura cauliflower? 
Yes, but only with a quarter of the dressing. <laughs> Girl. Well, there's that too. I mean, but yeah, okay. y- you know, yeah, I can be in that headspace of like, I, I want to, uh, I want to eat this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Is it good for me? No. No. Does it Do taste I need good? to be having it? No. Is it on, maybe I'm on like a restricted diet and I want it anyway. Is it going to bite me in the ass? Oh, yeah, it's going to. <laughs> and you're going to try and talk me out of it. But I'm not wanting to hear it. So I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm. Uh, case in point, I'm allergic to peppers. Do I still eat things that have peppers in it? Yep. Uh, you could be allergic to mangoes and drink a whole jug of juice of mango juice and then be confused why it happened. Like our roommate? Oh. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. Whatever. All all tea, all shit. Y'all can tell him about it. He doesn't he listen to this. He was there. We told him the same thing. Really? Yeah. He's like, I'm covered in hives and I have no idea. I have no idea why. Well, what well, did yeah. you do different? Well, I drank a bunch of mango juice and I'm allergic to mangoes. Well, there you go, you fucking numb nuts. Well, I wanted it. Mm, okay. There you go. Case in all point. All right, Ariana Grande. Just because you see it and you want it don't mean you got to have it. Listen, don't be me. Be, you need to be nice to her. She is ill. She canceled oh, both her Tampa yeah. Orlando. She canceled her I knew dates. people who had their nails did and they had Taflins. I know a few Not of my friends matters. drove from Orlando to Tampa and got their like you know $300 room at the hotel right next to Amali Arena and she was a no show and they were like well what am I going to do now you were going to have a they litty, had a party a litty time you know they had room. a party at the pool well, yeah it was fine cuz now they can all come back in November right and so here's like here's where my idea is you know she she canceled yesterday 4 hours before her Maybe gig was supposed was, to start. She, she was not in the state, meaning she knew way ahead of time that she was not going to be here. Geez. So as shady as that sounds, my thought process is, do you remember the last time that something like this happened? It was Elton John in Orlando. His concert was canceled. It was supposed to start at 7. He canceled at 7.30. 30 minutes after they canceled. From where? He was not in the state. He told Orlando's arena that he was not coming. They decided not to tell anybody until everyone had paid parking and everyone had gone to the concession stand and everyone had gone to the bar and settled in and then they told them. Come on, Orlando. And then they were like, oh, well, we don't have any available dates for you to like reschedule. So they had to refund everybody. So Amway Arena was not going to lose money on it because they're like, well, we're not going to get the ticket sales. We might as well get the bar sales. And that's shady. So what my thought process is, is that she canceled way ahead of time. And they just didn't tell anybody until four hours ahead of time because they were working on a new schedule. Because as soon as she canceled, she was like, your tickets are still good for now the November dates. So your tickets are staying the same. You still have the same seats. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, so blah, I was like, blah, blah. maybe that's why it took so long. Okay. And I admire her for that because... Well, I mean, could have 500... Been like, sorry, bye. 500 bucks a pop. Yeah. I'm like, Girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, But, you know, when people are in the headspace that they want to go to <laughs> an Ariana Grande concert and pay that much, they're not going to hear what hey, you have to say. That's ever your business. I, I will pay obscene amounts of money to see Kesha and Panic at the Disco. That's true. Four hundred dollars. That's, uh, that's, that's like, a lot. Oh, that's, that's a like, lot. That's like rent. Um, I will buy the album. Yeah, I'll album. listen to it on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, or a record player. Sure. Super vintage. <laughs> um. 
So, which brings me to my next topic. Okay. Which is apology. Oh. Mm-hmm. Apology without them? change in behavior is just manipulation. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, yeah. Oh, but I'm, I think it comes from people not meaning what they say because an apology just just say you're sorry and do it as a formality it's not genuine no it's not and i think that um i even wrote it down i said the worst one of the worst things you can possibly do to another person is give an insincere apology people can smell that bullshit a mile away you can and just because you say you're sorry doesn't mean you are so why would you say it if you're not i had a discussion with a co-worker and someone said, hey, you did this. You weren't supposed to be doing this. And I said, you're right. I did. And I'm sorry. And he goes, well, you need to, you should have. I said, I, I, I'm, I, I'm apologizing to you. Yeah. I, I can't change what happened. I'm going to tell you that you're right. I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing. And now I'm apologizing for it. And I will do better next time. Well, I said, okay, thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm, okay. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, don't dwell on it. No, don't keep going. If walk the person's away. genuinely sorry, walk away, dude. genuinely sorry. Yeah, like, it takes a lot to... A lot of people are, are, I find, too proud to just, you know, admit that they were wrong at something. And it separates, you know, adults from um, adult children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Are you, though? Mm-hmm. Do you actually understand what you did is, you know... Something reprehensible, or you know, I mean, you know, maybe the situation was something you're just like, wait, what? That's not right. So, I mean, I could see it from both sides, but even still, you should mean the apology, whether or not you know, it was for something. If you're going to give one, yeah, you need to mean it. Yeah, because that's just not fair, right, to someone else. Just well, girl, I'm sorry. Are you? (laughs) But but like, are you though? I used to have a friend who. she would, she would always like, oh God, what did she call me? Something you probably shouldn't say out loud. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. You, you could like complain about something and be like, ugh, I can't believe that blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you know, honey, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was just kind of like, I don't, I don't tell you. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> That's what she, it was always like one like solid breath. Like, well, like, honey, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just you. to like shut you up from bitching, Thank and it was you. just kind of like a kind of a a break check for you to be like, okay, I'm bitching, I'm bitching, I'm sorry, <laughs> and I'm the one that needs to apologize. Um, <clears throat> and if you need to apologize for something, if you need to, then please, by all means, do it because that's how you grow. That's how you grow from a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Look the person in the eye when you say it. Just don't ever fake it. Ugh. Just don't ever fake it. Not an opportunity when faking it is acceptable. <laughs> um, Especially, you need to look at someone in the eye, look into their soul and say, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm so very sorry that I did that. I'm so very sorry that I said that. Right. I didn't mean what I'm saying. We, as Scorpios, tend to say things that we don't mean just to I piss you off. I would never. That is a lie. Today. <laughs> um, we tend to... We tend to fight dirty, and that's well, unfortunately just something that happens. We pay attention happens. to everything, and we do. We see everything. I may forgive, but I don't forget. Yeah, 
There's you, a future episode coming where we're going to talk about that, about how girl, Scorpios, we would, see everything. We, we're very quiet because we sit and we watch and we see everything. Yep. We can see through your bullshit. We can see it coming. And most often, we're not going to say anything. <laughs> we're just going to trail off and be like, you know what? I'm going to let you handle that with karma herself. Or I'm going to mumble something to the person next to me. Right. Just Girl, as a did you hear what he has said? He, does, uh, he loves the sound of his own voice. <laughs> and I'm not talking about me. I do love the sound of my own voice. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate hearing it played back. But, like... I, I, I listen to our podcast in the car on the way home. Are we good? Do we yeah, give Do we give good information? Of course. Would our mothers like it? I mean, our mothers listen. Are they embarrassed when we say the C word? Probably. Oh, okay. Um, not going to play it for my grandma. I'll, I'll no, I, I, my grandmother's not allowed to listen to this. Um, we may <laughs> we have to do like one time. episode that's completely clean and G-rated so that she can listen to it. Uh, I want to hear the other episodes, Grandma. No, we just have one no, episode. We just have one. Yeah, it was, it. it was a trial. <laughs> this is a uh, season four, uh, episode seven, Ooh. and this is from a grandma. <laughs> but um, something I want to tack onto that is when it comes to insincere apologies. Gross. Uh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Not an apology. It is not a fucking apology. It is I'm a... sorry your feelings were hurt. What? I, uh, what? Are you? I read this, you know, I'm very into astrology and like and reading. horoscopes and, and okay. uh, Scorpio traits and tendencies. And I saw this <gasps> meme that was going around and it was like how each sign apologizes. Oh boy. And the Scorpio one for this particular meme mm-hmm. said the Scorpio would say, I'm sorry your feelings are hurt. Maybe you should think about that for the future. And I'm like, I would never. Wait, what? I would never. That, I would never say that to somebody. That is not an apology. That is a catty-ass That's jab. a catty response. Yeah. And really, uh, if somebody's feelings are hurt by something I said. Catty Heron. <laughs> usually I will respond with, okay, I clearly have hurt your feelings. If I don't understand how I hurt your feelings, I'm going to ask you why. Okay, why were your feelings hurt? Mm -hmm. And that sometimes comes across, especially in a text message. People are like, I can't believe you're still being a dick. And I'm like, I'm not being a dick. I'm genuinely asking why are your feelings hurt? Because I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. And I just need your point of view to tell me, well, you said this, which triggered this, and then it made me think of this. And Okay, all right. You know what you could do to clear up any confusion? On your uh, your cell phone, there's usually an option uh, of a little phone icon. Oh. Tap it, mm. and you can actually speak to another human mm. on the other line on your <sighs> cell phone. So here's the thing about um, calling people. If I call you, you all the time. You're, I'm so sorry. If I'm you not, can, I'm sorry. Text you're feeling me. that you don't feel like talking to me <laughs> on the phone. If you can text me what you're wanting to talk about, please do. If you can't text me what you're trying to talk about, text me anyway. Don't call me. <laughs> no, I. You and I, I are can probably speak much faster than my fingers. I know. And, I, and you and I, we talk on the phone a lot whenever we need something, especially like quickly. Um, I don't mind doing that, but for like for like random people, I'm just like, don't, oh yeah, don't don't. don't, don't okay, call well it was me. so nice talking to you. Have a lovely life. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever call me again. Uh, Thank you. But yeah, saying that you, oh, I'm sorry you felt that way. I, I that's the biggest understand. like slap in the face. That hurts. 
so bad because you're like, I'm sorry you're entitled you're, to your feelings. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, your feelings don't matter, but apparently you're trying to make them matter. So I'm sorry that mm. you felt that way. I don't know. I know it's pretty terrible people. And that happens a lot. I hear that a lot. I really do. That's unfortunate. Like when you listen to other people's like interactions, well, I'm sorry you felt that way. What? Uh, Are you talking about drag queens? No, I'm talking about oh, like, situations at work. I mean, that did happen on the... I'm sorry you felt that way. No! On the reunion. And they called Girl. her out. On RuPaul's Drag Race, the reunion episode, one of the girls was like, well, I'm very sorry that you felt that way. And the other girl was like, that's nope, that's not, not an apology! apology. <laughs> That's on not a, an counter, apology. It isn't. I no, just... and then which brings me to what RuPaul said, which both of us paused. We <gasps> we paused the TV, rewound, listened to it again, paused it, rewound, and listened to it a third time, and then wrote it down specifically for this episode, which goes like this. Feelings are not facts. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're and it doesn't matter if it's your feelings not. or someone else's feelings. When feelings are heated, you're going to defend your feelings. But that, hello. Sorry. It doesn't always mean that they're factual. You're so right. Everyone's entitled to their own feelings. Of course. The, you're completely entitled to your own feelings. I have lots of feelings. I do too. I just have uh, a lot of feelings. Okay, go home. We tend to bottle up our feelings like Scorpios do. But the... Like, they're just not facts. Mm-hmm. Help me elaborate on that. I, uh, kind of hard to explain. I, I, I get it, but... Feelings get heated. And they Everyone's add... entitled to their own feelings, and whether or not, you know, you agree with them doesn't matter. Right. It's, I'm entitled to my feelings. Yes. But the flip side that I'm kind of speaking of is just because you feel that way it does not mean that it is a fact. Okay. So just because you are offended by something doesn't mean it's offensive. Just because you're offended doesn't mean that I'm not. Am I, am I wrong? Yeah. No. Like I said, it's, it's something I... You, it's a statement that you just understand... And can, you know, figure out in your brain, but it's hard to explain. It is very hard to explain. I'm, like, drawing a blank on how to explain. Well, you all are very, very intelligent, so I'm going (laughs) to leave this one for you. A little homework. Yeah, I just, I can't really kind of nail, like, a a personal experience. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Just be a hermit. You know you won't ever have to have experiences. (laughs) I, I love to experience life. From a safe distance. <laughs> and with the cup half tipped in the air. Hello. Hey, yo. You Cheers. cannot stop. Ch- Girl. Mm. Girl. <sighs> wow. Yeah, but feelings feelings aren't facts. Ooh. Um, something else that we wrote down that a mother RuPaul said was mm. one of your favorite quotes, which is... <sighs> forget you forgot who wrote it down i wrote it down here you go read it off for the children i'm older i'm older ah yes what other people think of you is none of your business and this that comes... is an old school piece of advice i've heard it my whole life we've actually uh, more or less spoke about it before yeah it's you 
you shouldn't care what people think. Because unless they pay your bills, pay them bitches no mind. Mm-mm. It just, like, wh- what, is, what is what you think of me going to benefit me? It's not. It's going to drive you insane. Correct. I don't need to live my life the way you think I should. Correct. I'm going to do it the way I see fit. Correct. And if you have a thought on it, you can keep it to yourself. Because quite frankly, I'll give it to because that's their feeling, and the feeling is not a fact. Oh my hey, god! I did it. Feeling <laughs> is not a fact. It's true. <laughs> a fact in um, my life. Yeah, it, it's not going to do you any sort of service no. at all to live your life. Kind of. That's that's not living your life. That's like living, almost like oh, I don't want to take a risk, but I don't know what the outcome is. Everything's a risk. Everything. Taking a fart in a supermarket and before you turn around and see if there's anyone behind you, that's a risk. That's a risk. And you are willing to take that risk. What other people think of me doesn't matter. <laughs> Though the fact is, is oh, you nasty. Other people's opinions of me do not define me. No. And I've always kind of lived my life like that because the moment that I start to go, okay, I need to like do this because this person is looking and blah, blah, blah. Blech. Yep. That's when you... Uh, when you've kind of like fallen off the bandwagon that's like live free do what you need to do dance like there's no one watching oh my god I you always know, do thing. you want to know a trick to dance seen in public um, pretend you're being swarmed by bees uh okay there's number one <laughs> I I should define a way the best ways to dance in public and not care what people think so, if you're with somebody, only look at them. Only look at them. Mm-hmm. If you're even if you are if you're with somebody, or you are not, don't look at anybody else. Look at the ceiling. Close your eyes. Look at the ground. Yeah. Look at that that hot piece of insert gender that you are into, and be like, "Hey, sup?" As you're like, you know, doing the mashed potato, or doing and a that exudes confidence, slide. which is yeah, sexy. it does. Because you know, inside you're like. I am looking a goddamn fool. Mm-hmm. But you know You've what? said this to me on plenty of occasions, because, and that's your kind of way of mm-hmm. almost uh, slapping me over the forehead with what other people think of you is none of your business. Because there are those times where I am second-guessing uh, the way mm-hmm. I look, or, okay, does this look good on me? Am I presenting myself in the best way possible Mm -hmm. because who knows who's going to be looking and that's a good thing to you know that's a good rule to live by it's like okay when you go out of the house make sure your hair is done make sure your face is done make sure you're looking the best that you can possibly look just because don't look like a scrub yeah you don't want to look like you know hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride tired and to holler at me I was going to ask you what a scrub was (laughs) but uh, appreciate you for anyone who doesn't know Uh, do you remember what um, I think her name was Adele Gibbons the comedian she was on queens of comedy okay. and she talks about how she wanted to sue tlc because she was like it was me who came up with that joke about a scrub they just called it a scrub but she was like my old joke from like the def jam comedy era was like when you're walking down the street and then it's always somebody in the passenger side rolling down their window going hey baby you want a ride she said, what the fuck am I going to do? Take your place? Ain't you getting a ride? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a scrub. Oh, boy. Um, and here you have giraffes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of your gentle reminder of, like, when I'm 
I think it's when I'm overthinking it. Do I look fat? Does this make my ass look huge? Blah, 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 blah. Probably. And that's a good thing. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but, like, when I'm second-guessing everything, you always kind of just, like, slap me and go, you know what's sexy? Confidence. And I go, oh, okay, you're right. And then so, uh, I turn into a turtle and go So take a me. shot. <laughs> put on your shoes. Confidence is and sexy walk out even the house. if it's fake. Mm-hmm. Someone the other day, I was talking to, I hadn't seen them in a while, um, someone who doesn't care for my beard, and you know what? I tell him every time, and he's one of my leaders. I say, good thing I don't care what you think about that, because I didn't grow up for you. And he's we've, like, oh, I'm like, no, but really, we've I didn't. We've talked about that. And when I had to shave, and there people come out of the fucking woodwork. You know, Did I you really, shave? No, no you didn't. Oh. All my hair just revolted and fell out. Okay. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, the When I shaved, and people come out of the woodwork. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just think you're... Like, you look good. I just think you're really sexier with facial hair. That's an ugly looking butt that you just threw out there, man. Yeah. I mean, even my mom. Yes, my mother texts me. Uh huh. Mom, hi. You text me whenever I grew my mustache and my beard back, and you said, You look good, but I'm I'm so glad that you have facial hair again. Listen, "Ah!" she's entitled to her (laughs) opinion and feelings. It's not a fact. (laughs) Yes, just because. She thinks and feels that it does not mean it's a fact. Mm, she did take title care of, of this you episode. Feelings are not facts for more than half of the time you've been alive. So yeah, I still consider what my, what my parents say. Oh, sweetie, you touch your eyebrows again? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, I think you should leave them. I think that until you come over and do them, I'm going to do them myself. Mm. Thank you. And they will be sisters, not twins. So, but this <laughs> first cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Separated by what? A continent? All right. Okay. As long as there's a separation, you need no uni. Mm-mm. Separation of thing. church and state. I have seen guests. Something that America doesn't have right now. Oh, hey, burr, 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 burr. boy. There anyway. are guests that will come in and the the wife has stunning eyebrows and then you and the husband walks up and he has the thickest unibrow <laughs> I've ever seen, and I just go, sh- okay. "Do you not see this? Do you not see this? Have you not just like walked over and went, browy, 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 brow, and like went to pluck it?" Do you it? remember uh, Austin Powers? Yeah, mole, mole, mole. No, the what? second one, when Frau Frabrizna is like yeah. talking about her lesbian lover. Her name is Unibrow, and she has that giant like. Oh, looking yeah. like pterodactyl like, of a unibrow. <laughs> she's got the, little, the cute little overbite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, before I go any further, I already touched on something that was political. You know me. I always go there. Something today caught my eye on the Book of Faces, and it was <laughs> somebody George had oh. terrorized the Trump Tower. I don't. I didn't see where it was, but they went up and they had a 10, yes, 10 story story long banner that they put across you, Trump Tower. How do you um, I don't know. How much does that weigh? I don't know. But they put a giant banner and it says, you know, Trump at the top of the tower and then the banner says has a tiny mushroom dick. And I cackled for a solid 15 minutes that somebody was able to get a 10 story tall banner how do up you, the side of Trump Tower. Do you go tower. to like Kinkos and you're just like <laughs> I, uh, you guys, you guys got some, uh, some material Kinkos. back there. <laughs> Welcome to Kinko's. How can I help you? Oh, you need 
has a tiny mushroom dick printed. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. We'll um, print anything. Uh, is this your first time? Perfect. It's free. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, do that's you need rich. Do you need uh, three people to help you carry that? Because uh, good oh, luck. Good that luck, is so rich. Else. It must be fattening. Oh my god. Oh, I love it. Before we scoot, there was the the same person. I was, I had a that we had another conversation, and he was talking about. Oh, about how his hair was getting more like gray, and this and I said, "No, sweetie, I said it's called silver, and it's sexy. Gray is great, silver is sexy." He goes, he goes, but I know there's people who don't like that, or they might not like it. And I said, and you know what you do? Cares. I looked at him. I said, "Do you find someone who does care? This looks like you need to move along." Hello. And he's like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." I said, "No, I, I, I am right. <laughs> Why would you? Well, I don't like this about you." Okay. Okay. Bye. I there's do. There's the door. You're right. Let oh, you know, you that's the... a perfect segue right into what I was going to talk about next. Let the door hit you on the way out because you're a jerk? Don't let the... What's the actual saying? Because I know that there's one from a movie. Don't let the door hit in the ass on the way out. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah, it was like, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Oh. <laughs> somebody, somebody in this said movie like tried to like that's quote it, and they were like, don't let the door... Smacking an ass on the way out. <laughs> Maybe it was friends. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is you don't realize how bad your past relationships are until you're in one that treats you the way that you should be treated. Oh. I spent a very long time in a relationship that was toxic and I didn't even know it was toxic. And it wasn't like he was abusive. He wasn't like. It wasn't physically abusive it wasn't even like mentally abusive but Mm -hmm. it was like you know he would make certain digs about certain things i don't have a supermodel's body i don't think i'll ever have a supermodel's body and i'm okay with that food is he was not so it was always like oh we probably shouldn't eat this or why heifer i'm going to the gym would you like to come (laughs) it was always these like subliminal like are you going to the gym today are you going to go tomorrow have you gone today? It was always like these, It was and it was just one after another, after another, after another. And I spent a very long time in that relationship and it ended with him just not believing in me at all. I think, I don't know if we've gone into that before. I can't remember. Um, but it was, um, mm. it, yeah, it just came down to, well, I'm doing this and I'm making a huge difference in people's lives. What are you doing? Well, I'm an entertainer. I entertain people. <laughs> Without entertainment, it's a boring fucking life. Boo! Right? But then you get into relationships where you're treated like a fucking king. and Or a queen, depends on your day. <laughs> and I've always found... I've always wanted a relationship where it is equal. And when I say equal, I don't mean 50-50. Hear me out. Okay, I, hold on. Continue with your math. Because, you know, I like math. I didn't go to school for fucking math. Okay, well, humor me. So, <laughs> when I say equal, I don't mean 50-50. I mean, when I'm only able to give 40, you're going to give 60. And then when I'm able to give 60 and you can only give 40, I'm still there. And it's a give and take. Okay. And do- it doesn't mean it always has to be 50-50. Well, that math works, so good job. Hello, thank mm-hmm. you. But that's that's what I've always kind of wanted. I've always wanted a relationship like that because for some whatever reason you get these prissy entitled people who are like, I want to be treated like a king and I will not reciprocate. I know somebody right in my mind that 
I've heard stories. I've talked to this person. I've talked to him. And he says from his own mouth, well, I'm really prissy and I'm not going to like be impressed by anybody, but I want to be treated like a king and I'm not going to reciprocate that. And you're going to bend over backwards to give me what I want. You don't put it. You don't put nothing into the universe and expect everything. Unless you're looking for a sugar daddy. Well, you're going to put something out there for him. (sighs) Shake your titties in his face. Get get his wallet on the way out. I don't know, man. Anna Nicole Smith had it had it right, man. But I, I does how does that help me? I don't know. She just did it right. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh, hold on, my honey's on life support. Hold on, let me shake my titties in his face." Can I get a name, Marcus? <laughs> oh my god, what's he gonna say? He's gonna say, "Oh, I take that as a, I take oh that my as a yes." <laughs> oh, let me drink. <laughs> but you know, that's what she did, and it worked for her. Hey, and. You know, he left her, her he left her millions of dollars and the guy's son took her to court and got it all back. Not all of it, but most of it. One day you're going to find someone who makes you realize why it never worked out with somebody else, with all the others. I like that. Yeah. I didn't like it when I first heard it because it was in the midst of, you know, being with someone. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was in the midst of this not working. Say that again. Not working. One day you're going to come across someone in your life who's going to make you realize why it didn't work out with anyone else. I love that. Absolutely love that. It's both uh, an empowering and uplifting thing and kind of sad thing. And kind of sad, yeah, because you just haven't found it yet. Who knows what point of that statement you are at. You know, yeah. you may think that you're at the end of that statement and then realize you're mm-hmm. actually at the beginning. How many times does that happen? When I date somebody, I always go into it Thinking long term, I've never dated somebody going. I'm gonna date you for right now, but who, who Why knows? Why would you do that? People do. I just I. People do. Why? Okay, maybe this comes That's from my, setting yourself my up work for ethic, failure. But I'm not gonna do something that I know I'm just gonna stop doing. Right. I just. I mean, I the, all the jobs that I've held, I've held for extended periods of time. Same. You know, um, and. That's just, that's just bewilders me. Yeah. Why you would not invest in, in that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. <laughs> so the stipulations that I have is that I'm not going to date someone that I don't see myself with long term. Yes. Yeah. That my mother would not like. Yep. Because my mother is one of my best friends. You know, my family, my, my dad, my sisters, like those are people that are, huge in my life do I see them all that often not as often as I would like to yeah but like you know you come back and just like you know an old friend a good friend you know you pick back up right where you left off yeah you know I'm still getting you know beat up my sister and she's gonna equally you know beat me up back (laughs) but you know so I had to teach her I posted something yesterday on my Facebook it was like if you ever want to date me, don't ever introduce me to your mother until you are absolutely sure you want to marry me because she's going to fall in love with me and ask you about me for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not saying that I've been friends with people's moms longer than I have them, but... Ooh. Uh, it happens. It certainly happens. The people who are like, I wish you were my son. And you're like, ha! <laughs> and in secret, yeah. you're like, but really, you're right. It's a win-win. I mean, you know. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't give that person to my mom. Oof. Ugh. We'll never replace it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. 
going back to what we were talking about earlier um, a little bit about how when Scorpios, such as yourself and myself, um, when we, what I, I kind of wanted to touch on what I was talking about with how we intentionally hurt people when we're in arguments. Yeah. And that's momentary for us. That is something that I will always end up apologizing for later. Because mm-hmm. you, you can feel it happens it's wrong in the moment before it even comes out of your mouth, and you're like, I can't stop it. And then uh-uh, it just it's happens. It's word vomit. Uh-huh. But what I wanted to talk about was how that is not a momentary thing for a lot of people Correct. in the world. Um, it's just it's, hurt people it's a way hurt of people. bullying. That, that is bullying. It is bullying. Hurt people hurt people. I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hurt people hurt people. They yeah, will go oh, out yes. of their way to hurt people. There kn- are miserable people in this world. A lot of them, for whatever reason, work with us. It's like you run into those people who oh, are boy. never happy. They're never happy. And I don't know what I can do to make your day any better than what I'm trying to do. Um, eat shit and die. Some you people know, thrive on that. Uh, for people who listen to us who don't, necessarily work for our company or know like kind of what we do um there is a role in our daily operation at the stages that i work for where it is your responsibility to show up and you are kind of on standby for if anybody comes in late or if they can't make it and you just kind of jump in and you save the day yep if you are not needed that day um it is kind of like a courtesy uh to kind of take over someone else's job for like one show and you kind of it's called a swing and you swing them out of that show and you say you take a break i'm gonna do your show for you and you get to take a break you get to have an extra long lunch or you get to have like an extra 20 minutes off where you can do whatever the hell you want to and i was with someone one day and i i was at the it was at the end of the day and I said, I'm going to be really nice to this guy because I know he's always just not, you know, he's not feeling it. He's just, he's always kind of in a mood. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and take his last show of the day. So I can say, after your second to last show, you get to just chill out for the rest of the day. And you get an extra long break. And, you know, I thought I was being nice. And as soon as I told him, he looked at me and he raised his voice and said that he doesn't want that show off. I wanted to have the show before lunch off and you gave it to somebody else and I blah blah and he just like laid into me. So me being me, I politely oh boy. I politely looked at him and it was written on the dry erase board. I took the eraser and I said Then you don't get a show off. <laughs> I was like, how are you this miserable? How are you this miserable to say well, how dare you not give me the one that I wanted? Well, then you don't get one at all, sugar. Beggars can't be choosers. You can't. I was like, I was. It's that, funny how much often me. they try, though. That floored me. I was like, I cannot believe just because I didn't give you the one that you wanted, you're still getting a show off. You still get to sit around and do nothing. Yep. While I go on stage and bust my ass for you. And you're going to say, ugh, that's not the one I wanted. All right, then you don't get one, bitch. How embarrassing Bye. for you. And I sure as shit didn't. I was like, I'm not swinging you out. Sorry. Bye. Like, 
How petty does that sound when you say something like that? Also, <laughs> why would you raise your voice to let everyone know how terrible of a human you are? <laughs> the whole room heard it. And I basically got mm-hmm. like a standing ovation for doing what I did. <laughs> By saying, then you don't get one, Thou honey. ist petty. You're right. And he, sometimes when he was the spare, as we call them, um, for me, I go by, if I'm going to be swinging people out, I go by the level of difficulty. I go, you have the hardest track in the entire show. Let me do that for you. And then you have the second hardest, so I'm going to do you next. You have the third hardest, I'm going to do you next. And I go through and I swing out the people who really need it. He goes down by seniority order. I've been at Disney for 13 years. Unfortunately, I only have one year of seniority, so I never get swung out when he's the swing because he says, I don't deserve it because I haven't been there long enough. That's not how that works. It is not how that works. There are people that have been there who have laid the groundwork, who told Jesus, you can rest. It's fine <laughs> on the seventh day. Who told they God. They said, take a breather. Girl, you are so They sat old. there and told Walt where to put the castle. Yeah. You invented the chemical makeup of dirt. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean that you are, A, good at what you do. Correct. Or B, a decent person. Right. Like, I mean... It just, it it floors me how miserable people can be in such a positive environment, you know? Yep. We work for Disney, for God's sake. We have pixie dust flying out our assholes at any given moment, and you're going to be miserable? (laughs) I mean, there are days that, you know, I don't want to be there, but I always kind of can take the the core of it. The big picture. It's a job. It is. And it is. Not everybody loves their jobs. Not everybody loves their jobs all the time. I love a good portion of my job. I love a good portion of my job. Mm-hmm. There are days when I have to kind of like separate myself. Um, I do what I call refreshing, uh, refreshing the magic. I'll I'll watch a show from a guest point of view. That will do it. And I uh-huh. go, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> okay, th- I'm gonna watch the show that I do, and I could I know it inside, outside, backwards, and frontwards, mm-hmm. and I go out into the audience and I watch it. And I go. Okay, this is this, this is what we do. This is fucking cool. Yep, it really is. <laughs> this is fucking cool. You walk in front of the Magic Kingdom and you're like, "That's a castle." Yeah, I've walked past that thing, you know, when I'm out in the area, more times than I can, you know, really count. And you know what I do? I don't stop and I look at it. And sometimes the other day I just stopped and I went, "Huh." Yeah. I also watched the fireworks and I uh, might have oh, shed a tear. Cried your eyes out like I do. Oh my god! Well, uh, we yeah. had to find a spot first, but it's <sighs> always a battle. We did, and then I look over and my friend was just. Tears streaming. I was like, I can't look at her. Yeah. Oh, I just. Oof. Yeah, it's moments like that that you go, okay, I know what it's I, I know way why way. I do what I do. Yep. I or used you. to do that when I worked at Universal. I would always, I'd finish my show, usually hit the bar afterwards because it was a hard day. Um, as, as your friend Beetlejuice. As my friend Beetlejuice. As you should be. And uh, I would hit up the bar, and some of my friends we would go, and then. Because my last show usually was around seven o'clock, park. At, no, I'm no, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, my last show was usually around five thirty, so it ended at six. Okay. Park closed at usually seven, because uh, Universal, for whatever reason, closes really early. Because I think it's because it's in a residential area, mm. and um, but they have I'm sure the well, that was well thought through. <laughs> they have the. Um, they have the cinematic spectacular at night. Okay. And at the time, it's not the same show anymore, but at the time it was cinematic spectacular 
narrated by Morgan Freeman. So you already know it's going to be great. Okay. And it was like water screens and lasers and music and fireworks. And it was... Fire. Fire. And it was such a beautiful show because it was narrated by Morgan Freeman. So you had that kindness behind his voice. Mm -hmm. And it was about... To make a very long story short, the gist of the show just showed you movie clips from all of Universal's movies. Oh, boy. And every one of them was grouped into different groups. So the first one was, it was called 100 Years of Cinematic History. And it, the show came out when the uh, when they turned 100. So they did uh, 100 Years of Heroes, 100 Years of Romance, 100 oh. Years of Horror. And to wrap it all up, they, oh boy. they chose the most dramatic and the most tearjerker moments of all of cinematic history from Universal. And it's Morgan Freeman narrating... These movies have taught us how to be a kid again, how to be scared, how to be heroic, how to rise to the occasion. And it was just like, oh, my God, it was such a tearjerker. And I would just cry. And it was such a beautiful moment. And after that, I was like, my energy and my belief in this company has been restored. Yeah. And it's no longer just a job. I was able to go in the next morning and be like, this is an amazing company. And I love what I do. And I love the little part that I play. Yep. <sighs> that was a long tangent. I'm sorry. There's been times where, you know, you have a hard day, which you do, and <clears throat> you sometimes you don't even realize it, but oh, well, you usually realize it because I do immediately, and I go, and I I'll meet a guest, and maybe maybe someone who you know has everything, and they're just they're just really nice, or maybe someone who's you know struggling with this and that. I may not know it, but maybe someone who's struggling with something. And I'm very aware of it. Like yeah. there's people you meet and you just go, you're the reason I came to work today. Yep. Usually if I'm, you know, sobbing a little bit, um, <laughs> that's a pretty good indication. Or, you know, someone comes up, um, someone, one of my friends was telling me that they were, they witnessed, uh, an interaction with some characters and the family came up and there was, um, uh, and they had a picture with them and their child had passed away before they had come and they brought the picture with them and they said, you like, like I remember which one it was. Um, they were like, you know, he, this character was our son's favorite. And then like, they started crying. And then, um, the person who told me the story was like, I lost it too. I was just like, <sighs> and you know, sometime, and they, they told me, I said, and I just, I stood there and I watched the character just give them the longest hug. And it was just, you could just, like the mom just took a big sigh and you just could tell that, you know, things were right for a moment. You're just like, mm-hmm. that is the reason you come to work. You, you know, it's, it may not be for all those people <laughs> that try you and they're like, hi, this is Satan. I'm do I'm doing <laughs> Satan's work. You want to, you know, this and that. Right. Cause you're going to get more of those than you aren't, but life is more than that. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew some, uh, another another person I knew told me a story about how they were, you know, witnessed um, this gentleman come in and he looked at, uh, it was Minnie and Pluto, and they were together visiting over at the Visa, uh-huh. over at the Epcot. And he looked at them and he said, you guys are so great. And I just wanted to let you know that for all the trying guests and all the people that may have caused some turmoil in the day, there are thousands more people who are coming here for exactly what you're doing here 
giving oh. love. Yeah. And everyone cried, obviously. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. So my favorite thing that I've ever done in my entire career was mm-hmm. at Universal. And I was, I was playing my good friend Beetlejuice <gasps> and it was a, mm-hmm. it was a three show day instead of a four. And so to make up for that fourth missing show, we would go out into the park as a cast and do a meet and greet. And with. say offensive things to people as they walk by. Exactly. Right. And <laughs> so here I am nice. sitting on a trash can <laughs> like you do. And, uh, I'm just like heckling people that are walking by and, as I'm, when I when I performed as him on the street, it really felt like I was a street performer from like back in the day because I would start to gather a crowd because I'm very loud. I was very crass. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I would gather a crowd and people would just start to watch. And out of the corner of my eye, I kept seeing this family with like a stroller. And I'm like, oh my God, am I being too offensive for like the child in the stroller? <laughs> like, I don't know, but they're laughing. So I'm going to keep going. What people think of you is not... <laughs> I don't think that applies here. opinions of you. So yeah. as I'm like doing my thing, I look over and the person in the stroller is not a child. It is an adult. Okay. But they're a very small person that needed the assistance of a stroller. So I was like, oh, okay, so they're completely coherent in what I'm saying. So, <laughs> oh, and boy. Yeah, okay. And they're laughing and like they're just like rolling. So... As they're like, you know, the crowd dissipates or whatever, um, I keep I keep talking and kind of heckling this family that has this this person in a stroller. And we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And this kid was just, or this person was just, could not handle me. Like, on the verge of tears, just could not handle anything that's coming out of my mouth because it was just like one, one liner after another. Oh. And so they were just... They were eating it up. So I was like, I want to do something special for this person. Not only because they were eating me up, but also because they yeah. were, you know, special needs. So I was like, I'm going to see what I can do to make their day a little mm-hmm. bit more special. Very handy capable. Right. Okay. So I said, yeah. I have a surprise for you guys. If you want to come to the next show, it starts in 20 minutes. Um, come to the stage door to the left of the theater, blah, blah, blah. And they did. And our manager met them outside. And they're like, okay, Beetlejuice is waiting for you took them backstage and the entire cast was there to take a photo. And what I came to learn was the person in the stroller was 28 years old, fully grown, was under four feet. It was the smallest person I've ever seen in my entire life. So we're doing this like meet and greet with the whole cast. And crazy. The, the, the 28 year old um, was like, can you hold me for this picture? And I was like, well, I mean, the rules are I can't hold a child, but that's not a child. (laughs) So I looked at my manager and she just kind of gave me the, well, I don't know. So I was like, okay. So I picked her up and we took a picture and I just kept dropping one liner after one liner. And she's like pissing herself laughing. Great. You're holding her and she's pissing herself. Shut up. And the family's like, can't handle it. And the cast is like laughing and we're all like having a good time. We're now two minutes until show. And I... Hand her back to mom. Mom's putting her back in the stroller. And dad comes up to me. Cast disappears. It's just me, the family, and my manager. I'm standing over the side. And the dad pulls me aside. You make me cry right now. I'm very (laughs) upset. Dad pulls me aside and says, I can't tell you how special this is. Because she she was wearing a t-shirt that made it look like a... It was like a Harry Potter... um, 
uh, it looked like a button down with like a, a tie on it. Oh, like and she had her robe on. Oh, okay. And she had her, her wand. So she's clearly obsessed with Harry Potter. And the dad says, I can't tell you how special this is. She's obsessed with Harry Potter. So we brought her down to see Harry Potter World because she only has about six months left and we don't know how long we can have with her. And this interaction that you've given her far outweighs what we've seen at Harry Potter. And this means more to us than you could ever imagine. And I'm like, I'm two minutes till show and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like trying not to let my makeup run. And I'm like, oh my God, why are you doing this to me right now? And of course, I grabbed the guy's hand. I couldn't even hold my character voice. I dropped the character completely. And I said, you have no idea that it is absolutely my honor and my privilege. I went up on stage and performed like I have never performed before in my life. And they out there watching? And she was out there watching and sitting in her father's lap, basically standing up and giving me like the rock and roll, like hand <laughs> sign. And like every like one liner that I dropped, I kept checking him like, ah, am I still funny? And she's still like rocking out to everything that I said. And I was like, this is the greatest day of my entire life. This is the reason that you come to work. That is the reason I come to work. You never realize the people that you're impacting. You have no idea. You have no idea. Huh? You just, you never know who's watching your smile, watching you get angry. Nope. Watching you experience feelings and emotions. Ugh, gross. Um, <laughs> or experience I call them, things that happen in your life. Like I call them silent warriors. Hmm. Silent champions. How about that? Okay. People who silently watch you on mm-hmm. the sidelines, you may not know that they have anything invested in your life, but they want to see the best for you. They want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. They're cheering you on. They may feel shy and don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who... Have people mentioned these before me or to me before. Yeah. I like, I, I had no idea. There are people out there who wish that they had your smile. There are people who wish that they had your confidence. There are people who wish that they had your poise and your manners. What about sassiness? I'm full of sass. (laughs) There are people who wish they could be as sassy as you. A bucket of it. Absolutely. Never frown because you never know who's falling in love with your smile. I love it. I love it. And people who, there are people who are there for you who you don't even know. Yep. You have no idea that they're there. And they're cheering you on, and they want to see you succeed. And um, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but solid. On the on the flip side of that, there are also uh, I read a quote the other day that said, "You cannot." There are some of you who cannot move in silence without. Oh. Oh. Uh, you can't. I I'm think really the quote. Clumsy. It was. I know um, this quote very well. <laughs> you can't move in silence simultaneously, yearning for applause from an audience that doesn't care. There are people out there who don't care. They have no absolute. They have absolutely no in, in, investment in your life. They don't care if you do well. They don't care if you succeed. No. So why are you trying to perform for them? Exactly. I did something nice today, which I felt really good about, and I don't want to disclose because I don't need praise for it. It's just felt like the yeah, right thing you did to do thing. and uh, well now I sort of told you but I didn't but like I was like who do I want to tell I was like I, I don't need to tell anyone no the person that I did this thing for knows it yep and that was all that I needed yep so and that probably meant more to them than you even know yeah I mean there's a lot of details of this this thing that I don't know about because <laughs> well anyways we can talk about it so yeah 
Um, yeah. So to wrap everything up, I want to give a little bit of a hmm. moment. Food for thought? Yeah, food for thought. Mm, uh, I'm which hungry is, all the time, so please. You become what you constantly think about. So watch yourself. Ooh. So What do you I... constantly think about? Sleeping in uh, burritos. <laughs> so I'm about to become a taco-covered bedspread. God, cuddle me. Yes, I'm here for it. Uh-huh. What, okay. In all no, what do I think um, about? So the, this quote comes from uh, this little photo that I got, mm-hmm. and it says, it's easy to spot a yellow car when you're always thinking about a yellow car. It's easy to spot opportunity when you're always thinking of opportunity. It's easy to spot reasons to be mad when you're always mad. You become what you constantly think about. Watch yourself. Watch your actions. Okay. And that's my hmm for the week. What do you think about? Honestly, the part of opportunity kind of spoke to me because I'm constantly looking for something else. Okay. I'm constantly looking to like... I want to move up. I want to try something different. I'm looking to expand. So that's kind of opportunity, I think. Okay. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. I think the worst one is when you're, I'm looking for a reason to be mad. I'm looking for a Because there are people who are miserable who are looking for reasons to be miserable. Do you remember, um, not to disclose too uh, too many confidential informations, but do you remember when the company that we worked for decided we were going to get a raise or no, we were going to get a bonus and they were going to pay everyone a thousand dollars. That's a great, that's a great bonus. Uh, when we were awarded said bonus, uh, the exact same person I was talking about earlier who was mad at me for not giving them the show off that they wanted announced to the room and said, well, they're still going to tax the hell out of you on it. So it's not like you're making that much anyway. You're still getting free money. Take your free money and you fucking go. You say thank you and you go. Bitch, if I want a dollar, that's a dollar more than you I had didn't my have. And I woke up and I told him that. I told him that to his face. Goodbye, taco he said he said what he said, and I said I don't care. You're getting a thousand dollars. It's gonna be taxed. Yes, and even if they tax it at half, you're still getting five hundred dollars. You didn't fucking have. Say thank you and go away. Go away. I kind of. You suck. You are miserable. Go about your life. Someone who seeks it out becomes it. So, Speaking of, on that term, um, we are going to say our weekly kindness challenge. <gasps> okay. Which I think this week is smile. <gasps> smile at everyone. Give everyone your smile. Spoiler, smiling is my favorite. If so. you see someone without a smile, give them yours. Unless you have food stuck in your teeth, in which case, get a mirror and a pick. Yes. But we'll get you a toothpick. It's fine. Yay, thank you. But smiling. I, Smile it, at people. It, those lines, those wrinkle lines, those are smile lines. Give, mm-hmm. your, give them to yourself. Yep. And if you get too many, Botox is the answer. Oh, well, all right. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. It's getting cheaper these days, which it is, is kind of scary. It is. So. Well, I got it for half off. I think that you got to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and on that okay. note, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. And whichever platform you so choose. Any platform you so choose. We are now on Spotify. And still iTunes. And still iTunes. And still iTunes. And Whatever works for you. Um, we love you. Yeah, we do. And 
like and subscribe and give some feedback if you so choose. Comment. Follow us on our brand new Instagram, closet.talks. We'll put up a picture Dylan sometime. has finally followed me back. I mean, Dylan has finally followed us back. Well, well, how pretentious. It's on my phone, bitch. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. Oh, don't forget to be nice. It's nice to be nice. Episode one, season one. It's nice to be nice. Or at the very least, be cordial. <laughs> That's not our quote. I wasn't going there. That's where I'm going. Oh, my God. Be nice to one another. At the very least, because it's a sick. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I love you. Be nice to each other. At the very least, be cordial. Okay. Well, okay. until next note. time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.